to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome, Billiken fans. Uh, welcome back to our uh, From the Stands podcast. It, uh, this is our first post-March Madness podcast where we're sitting down with Tremaine Isabel, who had an unbelievable season as a Billiken. We couldn't be more proud to have you come. It seems like not long ago, you and I were sitting in here with Rich when you were thinking, trying to figure out where you were going to go. And uh, you have been a great uh, person to be on our, in our program, representative of our program. That's the word I was looking for. Um, and we couldn't be more proud of you. You, uh, you went through this season. You embraced it. You kept getting better as you went along. And so first and foremost, congratulations. And secondly, uh, tell our fans a little bit about your experience as Billiken. Well, uh, my experience as Billiken has been uh, definitely a good one, one that I always remember, uh, one that I always uh, cherish. Obviously, reaching the NCAA tournament was like a – uh, a dream of mine and we accomplished that goal uh, but just just the environment at St. Louis University is uh, just a special one it's kind of like uh, it's own little community uh, you know everyone knows each other everyone talks to each other you know Janet Oberly gives you a high five every time you see her around campus uh, I just I don't know I, I just I really like being here you uh, you just kept getting better and uh, it's super hard for a person to come in with one year mm-hmm. and really have great success. It yeah. takes time, right? Yeah. It takes time. Uh, from the first minute we talked, uh, you and I talked a year ago, your guys' question was, how do I fit in the team the quickest? How do I build trust the quickest? And my answer was, get in the gym and play, right? Yeah. And, and, and you could see as you continued through this journey here at SLU, you kept getting, you kept building trust, and you kept getting better as it went through. When you look at the season, from your perspective, how how did that maturation happen? Because all of a sudden, you really started playing well, and you really started playing as a team, and it was unbelievably cool to watch as the athletic director. But from your perspective, as you went through it, and I, I appreciate you talking about our our community here because as you know we talk a lot about community yeah. we talk a lot about gratitude because at the end of the day that's what this is all about how mm-hmm. do we build this community to put you in position to have success but what and I know it's it's real fresh in your mind and it's not fair really to ask right away but as you look at the season and you look back from November through the run in March what's what's your take what do you see those steps as that played itself out I think it was a lot of different things I think the main thing was uh uh, understanding what Coach Ford wanted for me, uh, and then not only what he wanted for me, but like just being able to know exactly what that looks like. You know what I mean? So you transfer. So when I transferred to Drexel, I was able to sit out a year, and not only was I able to understand what my coach wanted, but my teammates played with me for a year. Whether I was playing on the court with them or not, you know, necessarily like in a game, but that was a full year of practice, full year of like understanding each other. So when the games came, it was a lot easier. This year was like, like I was finishing summer school, right? So I got in late, 
I wasn't able to, you know, the NCAA wouldn't allow me to practice with the team in the summer. So I didn't practice with the team until our official practices hit for the season. So it was just a, a long time before I could really understand, like, how Coach Ford wanted guys to practice, how Coach Ford wanted me to run the plays, what, uh, you know, what leeway did I have to, you know, as a fifth-year senior, what did he, what, you know, I trust myself, but, like, I'm still trying to make the coach happy. How do you lead how, in this system? Yeah, how do I lead in this system? Or just how do I, you know, as a scoring guard, like, you got to know where you can, where your spots are, what, like, where can I, like, yeah, this is the play, but can I, like, tweak it a little bit here, can I tweak it a little bit there? And I didn't necessarily understand that. Right. So early in the season, Coach Forward, or even, like, even the assistant coaches, Coach Taya, Everybody, honestly, <laughs> just be like, like why well, shoot the ball or like you know do the, you know? And I just didn't really feel comfortable yet because I was so hung up on like. Well, you passed up some shots early. Oh yeah, I remember it, Carbondale. Yeah, God, you passed up some wide open shots. Yeah. and thank the Lord you didn't in February. That March. was in the play. Look, that you was, didn't know. That was in the play. You didn't. Know. I got <laughs> it. I got it. I got it. Uh, and and as it evolved, especially yeah. as it evolved in the last month and a half, then what happened? Uh, I just realized, one, I was like, you know, in the shot clock, it was time to go. You know, like, we got to win these four games. We got to mm-hmm. win, the, win these games down the stretch if I was ever going to make the NCAA tournament. And also, I just realized, like, you know, Coach Ford did believe in did believe in me, you know what I mean? It, it was like, uh, I was just thinking too much early in the season. Not only was I trying to just figure him out and whatnot, but it was like, it's also like, you know, first impression. I didn't feel like I was playing well. So I didn't really feel like I deserved that uh, leeway that he was even giving me. I was like, kind of just like, felt like I was, put, like, I'm, people don't understand, like, I'm hard on myself more than anybody could ever be hard on, like, hard on me. Like, I, I expect so much out of myself. So these guys are like, you know, telling me to do this. And I'm just like so frustrated with myself and trying to just like figure my own, I'm just in my own head. And, uh, once we got, you know, two months down, a month and a half before the season was over, uh, Coach Ford met with me. He just told me, like, uh, you know, I just want you to know, like, I think that most of you, I think you have, you know, this much talent. I think you can do everything on the court. You know, I think uh, you can help us make this run. And uh, from that point on, uh, I just had the ultimate confidence and just, you know, just didn't, I just stopped thinking, you know, and just, just started, started playing. playing. Uh, tell us about the four days in New York. Tell us about that run. It was unbelievable. Yeah. One of the classics I will never forget is when I'm walking over to the game and I run into you over on the street. <laughs> Drinking a coffee. Drinking a coffee, going through your, your typical pregame. Yeah. That's your pregame, that's, right? That's me. That's your deal. I'm walking up and I'm with my wife and my daughter and Mike. That's Jermaine. Sure yeah. enough, you're doing your deal. But you, you were the whole team was in a zone. Yeah. We were in a, you were in a zone, and when we got that Richmond win, then all of a sudden the confidence started growing. Yeah. And then everybody starts hitting more and more shots. You hit so many big shots, it was unbelievable. But talk us through those four days from your perspective and how you felt about it and how you think uh, at the end we really found a way to get it done. For, first off, in the pre, my pregames, I always like to take a walk. Get my mind off stuff, and uh, always gotta get my coffee. I didn't have my coffee, yeah. So I gotta get my, I gotta get my, gotta get my coffee. What do you do on the streets in Brooklyn getting a coffee? I'm like Tremaine, and he was just in his zone. He's in his zone, getting ready to play ball. I'm like, that's my man. Yeah, no, but no, the four days were amazing. But uh, I just felt like 
looking back on it, I feel like everybody had a game in those four days. Yep. And the first one was Haas. Yep. Uh, against Richmond, we were down. I don't remember the exact time, but we were down a probably like 10, 12 with not that much time left. And uh, he just carried us. Mm-hmm. And ones, blocks, pr- rebounds, anything he had, free throws. He said his free throws, exactly. I mean, he did everything. Uh, mm-hmm. The next game, uh, Dayton. Dayton, I think I got I got hot, but also JB. Big time. JB, uh, the third game, uh, third game was against Davidson. Davidson. I think it was just a team effort. I feel like everybody kind of did. Jordan something. made some huge plays. Yeah, Jordan made some huge plays. Uh, I mean, DJ played. I mean, DJ, DJ played great all. DJ played great. Yeah, he unbelievable. Did, he did everything. Uh, rebounds, blocks, just even stuff that won't even show up on the stat sheet, like. Blockouts. Blockouts. Like tips. Tips, everything. Yep. And then the fourth game was Jordan Goodwin. I mean yeah. I couldn't hit the side of a, the ocean. But until late. Until yeah, late. Until late. Until late. late. But Jordan did everything. Like when I watched the film of that game, it was just amazing. It was crazy. Like he And how re- about how was the feeling after? The feeling after was <laughs> uh I was talking to Rich and uh I hadn't really felt that feeling since High school championship. Yep. I mean, like, so what? Five years ago. Yep. And it's just one of those things where it's just like the confetti is just falling on your face, it's getting stuck in your mouth. It's like, I don't know. It's kind of like feels like it's fake or something. It doesn't feel real. And you just see everyone you know smiling and jumping and hugging each other. Coach Ford jumping on the pile, and uh, I don't know. You just hear Coach Ford, and you know, sounds cliche, or, you know, cheesy, but. All year long, he's like saying, "Like this, like this can be like something you never forget. This can be like a special moment. This can be like you guys can do. You guys can do that." And then when it actually happens, it's like, it's like. And, and what you got to know is how much we believe in you. Yeah. And when you figured out that everybody believed in you, you played great. Yeah. You, we couldn't be more proud because you just lit it up. You, you made a play in the Davidson game. You drove, you drove the lane and kicked it out to JB. Mm-hmm. Loop around, pass, hit him over on the left side. He buried the three, mm-hmm. and then it was over. Yeah, and we we hold Davidson to forty four points. Yeah, everybody played. That's the best defense I've seen in, in St. Louis in eleven years. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. You shoot the, you, you shut those guys down to forty four points. Yeah, you know you're playing well. Yeah, and then you guys just got then then you were on such a mission that uh, even though we were down for a while in the Bonnies game, you guys. You weren't going to be stopped. Yeah. And, and I, the most proud I could have been is the way you guys all talked and the way you're talking now about your teammates. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, the great ones talk about their teammates, which you talk, which you don't like talking about yourself anyway. Yeah. It's just not I, your deal. I, I think another big thing is that uh, just in sports in general, but especially with this team that I think was one of our biggest uh, attributes was just understanding – I think Hassan said it one day. It was like under like understanding your teammates. You know what I mean? Like I'm only here for a year, and uh, everyone's different, right? We're all from different places. We all have different backgrounds. We all have different stories. Yeah. And uh, for example, like I'm just a different guy. Like sometimes I like to. It's not that I'm separate or anything. Like I'm always around my teammates off the court and like hanging out and stuff. But like. Sometimes I just want to walk, listen to my music, and go get go a coffee. Go get your coffee. You know what I mean? And some places, some guys might take offense to that. And yeah. when you first get here, some guys might be like, you don't know. Bro, like what, like, what is he doing? Like, 
why like why, why do you just want to go get a cup like why is he even drinking coffee he's from Seattle yeah, what else do you do when you're from Seattle <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, so Hassan said it one day it was like that even goes on to the course like when you when you first get on the court everyone like communicates differently everyone is different so it took a t- it was it was a it was a it was a uh, an adjustment period for everybody to just understand like that we all wanted the same thing no matter like how it looked you know what I mean like Jordan leads in a different way than Javon leads Hassan leads in a different way than I lead DJ leads I mean everyone is trying to do the same everyone's trying to do the same thing though so once everyone understood exactly how you know what gets him going or like what sets him off or that was when I felt like we started rolling and it didn't happen until late I mean it was still at at Dayton at VCU even though we got beat at VCU we played really great that second half Travis talks about that but when you started seeing you guys coming together and and learning about each other and starting to care about each other and really understanding to your point understanding how everybody communicates Mm -hmm. unbelievably cool to watch and, and again, it, I've just got great pride in what you guys did. Last question about the A-10 tournament. So you be, you're named the most outstanding player. Mm-hmm. What would that mean to you? Uh, uh, I'm not going to lie, it meant so much to me. Uh, just because... In your journey, you've got an amazing journey. Oh, yeah, for sure. But just, I mean, Coach Ford and my coaches really understand, like, how there's been a lot of lows. Not lows, but, I mean, just even just off-the-court stuff, just everything, just really... I feel like hamper. Like I feel like this was the year that I wanted to be like perfect, right? Like I wanted everything to go right, and then I just feel like and in the end, so it much stuff. Yeah, in and the end then, it and did. Then, exactly. Right. In the heat of it all, you know, not <laughs> wasn't coming. always easy. No, I mean it wasn't just always basketball. It was just like I feel like there's always right. stuff keeping me from like just being fully like. Because I'm one of those people. Like I love basketball so much. If basketball's not going well, then like I'm just like. I'm pretty much just not the happiest person. So then when the off the court stuff's not going well either, it's just like, right. I'm just like. <laughs> but what you learned is when you put the time in, yeah. when you play for each other, yeah. when you're part of something bigger than yourself, mm-hmm. it's super cool and you can do it. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, you go into Europe. Yeah. You have the tools that you'll be great in Europe mm-hmm. because you've learned how to work through issues. You've learned what it takes to be a great teammate yeah. that's why you're going to be awesome that's mm-hmm. why you'll do great in Europe last basketball question um, going to the NCAA tournament we obviously had a tough draw didn't play as well as we could have we played great in the second half yeah. had a couple of chances to actually do something um, but it was such a great experience for our community and I don't know if you sensed it but the whole St. Louis not only university but city and community rallied around this team did mm-hmm. you feel that at all did you or were you just locked in to go play Virginia Tech and next no, game I definitely felt it I felt it uh, just you know get in the Uber be like yeah I play for St. Louis basketball like, oh my god like you guys did this <laughs> yeah that's, that, that's us uh, when we got off the bus from the A-10 tournament team, <coughs> everyone outside of shape was, was like, that was that was really special please escort that was pretty cool yeah that was definitely really cool <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, I definitely felt it. Uh, I'm happy that I, I was able to bring some excitement to the city. You you did a great job. Uh, tell tell the Billikens about next step for Tremaine. Uh, the next step is uh, so I'll be hiring an agent here soon. Uh, be doing my you know workouts, getting ready for where my professional endeavors. Uh, finishing up your classwork. Finishing up my classwork. You know, getting my. Uh, 
certificate. Right. Um, and then uh, probably play on, you know, NBA Summer League team. Maybe, you know, wish for the best. But uh, nine times out of ten, you'll probably catch me somewhere in Europe or somewhere, uh, you know, <laughs> earning my stripes. And then, uh, I mean, one day I, I want to play in the NBA, so I, I don't feel like that's a super far-fetched goal. I feel like I have the skill set. I just need to work on my body, uh, you know, get stronger. And, uh, you know. I you just, working with Coach Rob? Uh, I, well, I just got back, so, so yeah, you'll I, I will start working be. out again. Yeah. Well, bottom line is that the whole Billiken community is super proud of what you did, mm-hmm. and as I am, and I thank you for being part of the program. It wasn't long ago, but the the end of the day, what you need to know is you're a Billiken for life. Mm-hmm. You're part of this program. You're not only part of it because you played, but you had an unbelievable. Um, successful moment that not everybody gets to have and so when you play on a championship team and you get to be part of this community you're part of this community for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. you need to know that because that'll be important for you over the long haul Mm -hmm. and uh, this program will continue you're you're part of this program and you need to make sure you know that for the long haul okay all right yeah definitely that banner's gonna you get that Banners up. You you we'll have to come man. back see, yeah, exactly. see the banner. We'll get the rings. We'll get all that stuff. But you help make it happen. So congratulations and we thank you. I oh, appreciate it. All right, big man. Thanks. Thanks.